this is not a joke. This is not a drill. We are in the same room together. We're doing a podcast together in the same room. How cool is that? Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. It's great to see you. We are in the same room in a very exciting place. Um, and we have been to the Arla Conference. We have been to the Arla Conference. And we are recording at this very moment our podcast. So anyone who's wandering around in the background, please don't talk to us. There's music going on, the whole thing. But we are recording our absolutely here together in the same room. Woohoo! So it's not kind of cuddles and kisses, is it? It's more of that and a, and a, a that thing. And yeah, interesting. It's been good. So what was your favourite bit of the other conference in Grifter? Well, I like walking around the stands, obviously, and getting a little bit of merchandise. So I think we should tick off on the first thing, what the best bit of merch that we've had, because we've covered this previously, briefly, that it wasn't such great merchandise. But what are you holding there? <laughs> good. <laughs> good Lord's the second. Very good. We haven't tried that yet, and I'm very excited to, to have that. Maybe some straws or something. Good idea. Needed. Good idea. You've got something you really like. Really you? like Dutton Gregory's. What do you call that? Noughts and Crosses. Noughts and Crosses. Good game. Good game. But it doesn't like what? Doesn't that doesn't okay, float your boat? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't get it for me. It doesn't get it for me. I like this. This is my favourite. Absolutely awesome. Um, so wireless charger. It says running on empty, not enough time, need a helping hand. Clever marketing. Love Very it. Clever. Love it. And then what is that? But it's not a thing of Tic Tacs, is it? It's no. um, this is from who's it from? Move Streets. Um, and this is playing cards. You, always useful to have playing cards. Always a bit of fun. A bit of fun. Um, they say never put an umbrella up inside, but obviously it's the property mark umbrella. It was very good, very, very good. No, good conference, lots of people there. Um, people were being very sensible, lots of masks on, lots There's of... There's one more thing there. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, and it's, so, right move, chocolates, lovely, right. So you go, oh, I'd like a chocolate, so you undo it. And there's this like this is random green thing that it's like, ugh, God, ooh, yeah, well, I'm not gonna eat that one later. Anyway, maybe just more chocolate ones. So, what was your favorite bit? My favorite bit was, um, so there's some really good speakers there today, really good panel discussions, really good speakers, and the whole sort of theme, it was the 25th and 25th Arla conference, which was brilliant, yeah, but sad. the whole theme um, seemed to be around culture and people and... Kindness, kindness. Yeah, kindness, and getting the right people in your business mm. and retaining them. Um, and the shirt man, Charles Tirrett? No, it rhymes with spirit, so it's Charles Tirrett. Yeah, That's Charles how Tirrett. you say it. Charles Tirrett, Nick Wheeler. Um, who I didn't realise was married to um, the lady from Germany, and the White Company. The White Company, Chrissy, I think her name is. Uh, yes. You mentioned her. He was brilliant, absolutely mm. brilliant. Sort of had that before COVID, he had a £200 million turnover business. Mm. Um, and but talked about where that had come from and the fact that for the first four years he was in business and he was coming out of university. And how he got to that point, he only earned £12,000 a year, but he learned lots of mistakes and he kept trialing things and testing things and doing things in different ways and talking to different manufacturers and talked about the lessons that he'd learned and all the way through his the culture that he has now within the business all comes down to experiences that has taken place in his career and how he adapts that going forward um he talked about how 
everything is about people and how mm. people want to work for you if you treat them really, really well. Um, so one yeah. of the really special things that I think he does, he spends the time to handwrite out um, birthday cards with a personal note to every single one of his colleagues. Mm. He completely abandons the word staff. I hate the word staff. He does too. Um, and colleagues and team. And it's all about working together, which I thought was brilliant. And he said that pre-COVID, he had about a 1,000 um team members and it took him four to five hours every month to sit and write those birthday cards handwrite them with a little message and he said for him and the team it made all the difference it's that little just critical little i love it i love it i love it he then went on to talk about the fact that he now has a ceo who, who has taken his business from a um, 40 million pound turnover business up to 200 million pound turnover business we've talked about this before that at school you are taught to concentrate on your weaknesses because your strengths will look after themselves. Where actually, if you carry on looking after your strengths and bring somebody else in to do the weaknesses that you have, mm. and it happens to be their strengths, everybody starts to grow together. And I thought that was fascinating that that's worked for his business as well. And the final thing that he really, well, two final things that I really took away from Nick Reader was, um, he talked about how he started working in Harrods as a young guy within the golf department and shared his ideas on day one of how he thought the department could get better. Uh, and he was quickly moved to the luggage <laughs> department. Um, but actually, everybody has really great ideas. And the new people coming into your business to give you fresh ideas, ask them for their ideas, they have fresh ideas. And some things you will have perhaps tried, but it helps them buy into your business. They have some really good ideas. You might just get that real nugget because if you don't have an open mind and think about change and think about your culture, then you become a flat, a fat gladiator, mm. a fat gladiator, <laughs> a Russell Crowe, um, a fat gladiator. With 20 pounds on. Effectively becoming a bit flabby and not really passionate about what you're doing all of the time. And you're going to fail in business if you do that um, because his key and his vision has always been that if you find the passion that you really, really enjoy and work really hard at it, your things will really start to grow, yeah. which I thought was really good. Um, I liked as well that he talked, and we talked about kindness, and we talked about that on, on several of our shows, um, and he said, you know what, who wants to work with someone? So say you ring, he rang up like suppliers or whatever, and he'd be really nice, even if he was changing where he was getting his cotton from, for his shirts. And he said, why would you ring up and kind of have a go at someone and say, where's my cotton? Where's my linens? He said, the next time that supplier wants to do a deal or, or offer some free tickets, they're not going to come to you if you pick up the phone and shout and moan at them. And he said, actually, it's about, you know, connecting with your, your, your customers, your, your colleagues and your suppliers. And I, I thought that was, I loved it. I liked also that he is responsible that every, so he, I think they do, was it FIFA, FIFA I think he said, yeah. um, and we've talked about testimonials and how important they are. And, but what is the sort of re resonance with him is that if you get a one-star review, it comes to him, he knows. He doesn't discuss it with the team, but he addresses that issue with the client, the customer, and he resolves it. And I just thought, again, a really just fabulous way of getting, you know, peeling away the layers and actually a really top Superman. And he's he does the little things that make the difference. And also, if somebody gets a five-star review and gets a, a mention mm. in one of the branches, and they have 25 branches across the UK, 
um, he will write a handwritten note to congratulate mm-hmm. um, that colleague, which I thought was brilliant. Yeah. Really, really yeah. good. And so we're talking about a, a guy who was the founder of a two hundred million pound turnover mm-hmm. business that is known as a very successful businessman throughout yeah. the country. Yeah, has twenty five branches. Has been doing thirty for thirty five years. Has been doing what starts off as mail order gentleman shirts um, that had to ride the waves of covid and at that point made redundancies because it was mm. very difficult because people have stopped buying shirts and still he takes the time to write yeah. to people to say happy birthday to address customers directly who give mm. him a one-star review um i think it gives a big lesson we always say that we're too busy don't we, well, we um in we our do. businesses and, and actually just taking a bit of time to do yeah. those things is really important and he talked as well about the kind of the tortoise and the hare scenario and i really like that because so some people get out there they they've got a start they're going to do this then they've got a middle and then they're going to sell the business in a very consolidated sort of time and he just said he's been kind of slow and steady he's been the tortoise he's seen you know dell launched at the same time as his business and but actually slow and steady wins the race like and it really was very good, very, very good. Like so we've got, ran, not random, but a variety of very well-respected industry players talking to us in the background, and we're trying to be very, very <laughs> professional here. Indeed. I'm surprised no one's passed us a drink yet, just saying. Um, so um, it was a really good uh, panel debate as well, first panel debate, and um, and as kind of letting, just a bit of kind mm. of techie bit, a bit about Roper, a bit about legislation, Section 21s, that sort of thing, and that, and that was really, really good. But the second keynote speaker was Mary Portis, and absolutely brilliant. And I'm going to just refer to my notes that I made. Um, but she, and I don't think you saw, you only saw a bit of that one, didn't you? But she was very much about culture again, um, but it was also about kindness and about... Um, it's exciting but scary times and we're kind of in what she described as plastic hours so this is a um, uh, it's after a period of trauma you go into which is COVID pandemic um, you go into something called the plastic hours and this is where things could change so this is kind of like the great resignation which again we've talked about before Um, so it's exciting but scary times Um, she also talked that previously business has always been about profit and growth and that can overlook kindness and it's always been about profit and growth at any cost but actually given the green situation we're saving the planet you've got to look at your business differently now Um, and growth is good but there needs to be a time to to stop so it's about creating wealth and profit but also with with social growth and the social conscience for everyone I, I liked it there was a couple of other things that we know that COVID has made us all think about how we live and changes in our lifestyle. We need to be kinder to each other, kinder to yep. people, just saying, um, kinder to the planet. Um, and she was just saying, you know, create a profitable business that gives back. And she also said, you know, if you just took a blank sheet of paper, what would you do differently in your in your lettings and your estate agency business? And I think we've kind of talked about that before and about how how would you create the perfect business? Well, you're not going to create the perfect business because we all make mistakes, but it's okay to make mistakes, isn't it? Um, did, did she talk about um, because she's been known? She was. Am I right to say that she did the um, merchandising for Selfridges yeah. and the lots of yeah, high street yeah, stuff? She did. Does yeah. she um, does, did she talk about the high street and is the high street she, dead or what's what's she, the new high street? She talked about the high street and we'll all be absolutely thrilled that it's all about connection and community, trust, connection and community. And at those agents that are building in the community uh, and giving back um, are really going to 
come to the forefront. And there is going to be a need for the high street. And because we've come full circle coming out of COVID, it's more about less uh, food miles, isn't it? About sourcing sustainably and locally and shopping locally. And she and, and we believe that the high street is firmly fixed on the map. There might be some you know, changes. We're in this plastic you know, economy at the moment. Um, and well, That's interesting, isn't it? Because I remember watching um, Barack Obama talk to James Corden. Remember James yeah. Corden? Yeah. Um, Gavin and Stacey, because he's the late, late show in America. And Barack Obama, Obama said something along the lines of that people have lost faith in institutions and governments and big businesses. And if you start looking at, in our own communities, Remember when we came out of lockdown, Tesco started saying, putting posters at the end of their beer and mm. wine are saying, go and support your local yeah. pub when they yeah. reopen the pubs. Why is the local coffee shop doing better than the Nero's, the Costa's, the Pret's? Because people want the local businesses That's to right. do really well. That's so right. I can see where we, we're starting to see that, aren't we? That coffee culture, those bespoke little businesses really starting to re um, rejuvenate the high yeah. street. And it's good that she's seeing that too. Well, she so that people's connection to local has as just it's grown and it's about collaboration as well and it's a it's a she talked about the me and the we yeah so she said it's about the me i.e you need to look after yourself but it's also about the we and that's the community in the bigger picture so yeah honesty truth and community and i i just so it was great she was saying it's deeply exciting times the way we're buying has shifted um oh she hybrid working so she does it's a subtle change on how you do things so it might be like wording or so you're not a business owner anymore you're an entrepreneur that's a that's the buzzword hasn't it that's yeah. come out of covid so you're an entrepreneur okay um and she was saying that the hybrid working obviously that is 30 percent of the time you're at home but actually you want to get back into the office as well and so what she was doing is something called the power of porters so instead of sort of saying to your team you've all got to come back in for this much flexible working she said for two days a week she does the power of porters which allows everyone to come into the office and a Doors to be open and she can go and sit with a junior member of staff, which she wouldn't do if you had got the working from home 100% of the time. And, and she can give her massive amount of experience to junior member of staff, senior member of staff, so they can they, you know, spit ball, they can do all of that. But it was just a very clever way of doing it. And, and that's we just got us thinking, doesn't it, about how you could do that. So instead dictating and demanding that your team come in for certain so that it's a subtle change on the wording that, that you use, a change in the rhythms yeah. of life. I like it. So Grifter's got a new girl crush, as you can see. Sorry, I really uh, thought it may have brought to you. Really, really, you thought she was good. Have yeah. you ordered a book off of Amazon yet? Yeah. I, I did. I've ordered both of my books. Yeah, right. it's great. So just let's hone those in a little bit. It's interesting some of the things that we can put within our own businesses, yeah. which I think are really important. So that kind can of I have a pen because I've just thought of a few things. Kind to say. of um, not being afraid to make mistakes, to be able to yeah. um, keep trying things. There's no such thing as failure. That just keeps stepping forward. Yeah. But actually, people want to we've always said that people buy from people and it's a people business our industry but now more than ever within our teams and with our communities so we've mm. talked a lot about keeping our colleagues safe our community yeah. safe and our customers safe during covid times replace the word safe with wowing you want to be yeah. working with wowing building that trust building those relationships with people that are going to keep working for a long long time um people are more interested in um doing things really well so customer service yeah. is really important um and culture is really important yeah. well, actually then that comes on to the recruitment panel that we saw which they people yeah. we had a really good panel of people talking about 
how to attract people in today's society and the, the competitive world of trying to get good people and then how to retain them. And again, this comes back to culture and how, a bit like Nick was saying, Nick Willie was saying about how you make people feel special. Nick now, is he? He's your new, new man crush. Yeah, new man crush. <laughs> um, the, Nick Willie was saying in terms of um, people want to be have want to be developed they want to be part of something and actually yeah. one of the um, panelists was saying that when they have thousands of candidates um that they work with either in the uk or in the us and actually when people are looking they want to know what the culture is what people stand mm. for what the vision is what the ethos is of the business far above um how much they're going to get paid yeah, but you say that you see because it does come down to money doesn't it at the end of the day and you Oh, it just does. It's the same as that. Oh, I lost that instruction. Oh, it's because I've gone with someone who valued it higher and charged a cheaper fee. There is, we, I'm not convinced. I, I think if someone was offered a lot more money or more money, yes, it might. No, if you've got two comparable jobs, yeah, then you might find that this one has got a better culture or they've got a great reviews or they brought the team in and their team meet you and that it's not just about the, the big boss or anything like that. No. But if you've got a significant difference in salary, often it's a no-brainer. You leave, and you're going to challenge me on this, but you leave a business because you get a better offer. No, I disagree. I don't think anybody ever leaves a business. I think they leave a boss. Um, okay, you leave a boss because you get a better offer. They, and they're oh, always, no, don't say that. Always, <laughs> <laughs> um, they will always... And if there's a significant wage difference, I understand that. Yeah, if somebody yeah. gets 10,000, 15,000 yeah, yeah, more, yeah, yeah. then of course they're going to consider that because that makes a difference to their family. Mm. But if it's a small difference, then I think people, or it could be the way that the, the income is structured in terms of basic versus commission, or is there an element of flexi working? But it's not just they, about that anymore, is it? Because again, the recruitment panel said, you, you know, one amazing property um, guru said actually giving her team. A day off on their birthday is a huge tick. That's yeah. a huge tick. And some companies are even going as far as doing unlimited holidays. This is what, you know, and you think, well, how would that work? And, and the workaholics find it very hard. And you kind of like, but you actually, if you want to take two weeks, you can. But there's some strict kind of criteria behind that. And that is you've got to be able to book that off at least a month in advance. You can't just go, oh, I fancy having a duvet day every Friday. Yeah. Um, and it's got to be proper sections of time but it was an interesting thing so empowering your team to make their own decisions and to scrap the holiday policy so all in all a fascinating day at the Isle of Conference one last thing I'd like to talk about the Isle of Conference was the exhibitors there were some really yeah. good stands we talked about the merch um, I still like this in Gregory's um, Lord's well, I still course. like good Lord's but there were some good stands right move you know, we paid our subscriptions for the last 20 years. They give, they bought us all the pint. Yeah, these, um, these are the most expensive chocolates um, ever. But my particular favourite was the Arvin Trust, which oh, is the charitable, charitable yeah. arm of Property Mark. Um, so again, this comes back to mental well-being and um, helping people with, with anxiety. And, um, and they brought in a firm called the Cuddle Club. They oh, brought in um, six little puppies. You might see on um, on social media me with Tiny, a little miniature poodle, um, and people were queuing up to cuddle these puppies. Well, I wouldn't say they were queuing up. Well, they were, they were there, queuing, up, busy, queuing up to cuddle puppies um, all day long, which was fabulous, and Mimi and Boo Boo were there, the little chihuahuas. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. We well, had, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant, and people loved it. And these, these guys take these... Um, 
sort of therapy dogs into hospitals and businesses and into schools to help people um and it was brilliant showing them mm. at the conference there was today. only a couple of dog fights and a bit of wee around there was no wee at all <laughs> um, and, they were, and they were picked the dogs are picked on their personalities and their character which was really good as well you really did like that i you? loved it i thought really absolutely like brilliant absolutely brilliant so, so we had a great day it was really good and i also attended the the relocation agent network conference um and there's some really really kind of brilliant stuff that we kind of just got to digest so a little bit more about um, the virtual world and the virtual high street and metavision and avatars um, and some really great stats as well from uh, Roger Musselfag yes, um, about the future and, and we're all going to be okay next year, probably the year after, but 2028, get your business ready to sell. That's Roger's advice. You heard it here <laughs> second, really, actually. So, boom. Uh, so and next week will be our 52nd episode. And believe it or not, we're together we're again. Together next again. week, we're together next week. Oh my god! But conference season is over, and this is not an Arla Property Mark plug for a you know for the session or anything like that. It's just that we've had a really really good day, and I I think that is one of the best conferences I I've ever attended. So with a keynote speaker, you'd normally just sit and listen and clap and go, God, they're great people. They've won a gold medal. They've they've overcome adversity. They've done it. But this time, I actually made notes that I went, I could use this in my business. That's the point. In my business, yeah, yeah. exactly. It doesn't matter if you're one branch working out of your spare bedroom or you've got 35 40 50 150 yeah. branches there was things that you would have taken out today or taken um, nuggets of information out today yeah. that will benefit you and benefit your business really really good. Very, really good really good very very good so we're we going to call it a wrap and yeah so do you want to finish then because we haven't chatted about we just we just decided to record no, decided to go for it. excellent it's been very nice doing this face to face it's slightly strange i hope people still say that we have the great chemistry that we do when we're bantering because i feel a bit braver when i'm looking down a camera and i'm three yeah, hours you down the way yeah. you've really been quite nice actually today, really yeah. lovely, really really lovely what's quite weird though is you, you kind of like you have to talk at the camera but you're just like right there isn't it and it, you yes. keep like and go no don't look at each other look at the camera do you feel a little bit like holly and phil um have a really good week everybody be good be proactive and be kind. We'll see you next week.